The Defence of the Bride by Anna Catherine Green, read for LibriVox.org by Domenica Campbell. He was coming from the altar when the tocsin rang alarm, with his fair young wife beside him, lovely in her bridal charm. But he was not one to palter with a duty or to slight the trumpet call of honour for his vantage or delight. Turning from the bride beside him to his stern and martial train, from their midst he summoned to him the brothers of Germain. At the word they stepped before him, nine strong warriors brave and true, from the youngest to the eldest, Engerand to mighty Hugh. Sons of Germain, to your keeping do I yield my bride to-day. Guard her well as you do love me, guard her well and holily. Dearer than mine own soul to me, you will hold her as your life, gainst the guile of seeming friendship and the force of open strife. We will guard her, cried they firmly, and with just another glance, on the yearning and despairing in his young wife's countenance gallant beaufort strode before them down the aisle and through the door and a shadow came and lingered where the sunlight stood before eight long months the young wife waited watching from her bridal room for the coming of her husband up the valley forest's gloom Eight long months the sons of Germain paced the ramparts and the wall, with their hands upon their halberds, ready for the battle call. Then there came the sound of trumpets pealing up the vale below, and a dozen floating banners lit the forest with their glow, and the bride arose like morning when it feels the sunlight nigh and her smile was like a rainbow flashing from a misty sky but the eldest son of germain lifting voice from off the wall cried aloud it is a stranger's and not sir beaufort's call have you ne'er a slighted lover or a kinsman with a heart base enough to seek his vengeance at the sharp end of the dart there is Sassard of the mountains, answered she, withouten guile. While I wedded at the chancel, he stood mocking in the aisle. And my maidens say he swore there that for all my plighted vow, they would see me in his castle yet upon Morency's brow. It is Sassard and no other then, her noble guardian cried. There is craft in yonder summons, and he wrung his sword beside. To the walls, ye sons of Germain, and as each would hold his life, from the bitter shame of falsehood, let us hold our master's wife. Can you hold her, can you shield her from the breezes that await? cried the stinging voice of Sassard from his stand beside the gate. If you have the power to shield her from the sunlight and the wind, you may shield her from stern Sassard when his falcon is untwined. We can hold her, we can shield her, leapt like fire from off the wall, and young Engerand the valiant sprang out before them all. And if breezes bring dishonour, we will guard her from their breath, though we yield her to the keeping of the sacred arms of death. And with force that never faltered did they guard her all that day, 
though the strength of triple armies seemed to battle in the fray the old castle's rugged ramparts holding firm against the foe as a goodly dyke resisteth the whelming billows flow but next morning as the sunlight rose in splendour over all hugh the mighty sank heart wounded in his station on the wall at the noon the valiant rowl of the merry eye and heart gave his beauty and his jestings to the foeman's jealous dart gallant maurice next sank faltering with a death wound neath his hair but still fighting on till sassard pressed across him up the stair generous clement followed after crying as his spirit passed sons of germain to the rescue and be loyal to the last gentle jasper lordly clarence sesamine the doughty brand even henry who had yielded ne'er before to mortal hand one by one they fall and perish while the vaunting foemen pour through the breach and up the courtway to the very turret's door engerand and stephen only now were left of all that nine to protect the single stairway from the traitor's fell design but with might as twere of thirty did they wield the axe and brand striving in their desperation the fierce onslaught to withstand but what man of power so godlike he can stay the billow's rack or with single-handed weapon hold a hundred foemen back as the sun turned sadly westward with a wild despairing cry stephen bowed his noble forehead and sank down on earth to die aha then cried cruel sassard with his foot upon the stair have i come to thee my boaster and he whirled his sword in air thou who prattest of thy power to protect her to the death what thinkst thou now of sassard and the wind's aspiring breath what i think let this same show you answered fiery engerand and he poised his lofty battle-axe with sure and steady hand now as heaven loveth justice may this deathly weapon fall on the murderer of my brothers and the undoer of us all with one mighty whirl he sent it flashing from his hand it came like the lightning from the heavens in a swirl of awful flame and betwixt the brows of sassard and his two false eyeballs passed and the murderer sank before it like a tree before the blast now ye minions of a traitor if you look for vengeance come and his voice was like a trumpet when it clangs a victor home but a cry from far below him rose like thunder upward nay let them turn and meet the husband if they hunger for the fray oh the yell that sprang to heaven as that voice swept up the stair and the slaughter dire that followed in another moment there from the least unto the greatest from the henchman to the lord not a man on all that stairway lived to sheath again his sword at the top that flame-bound forehead at the base that blade of fire twas the meeting of two tempests in their potency and ire ere the moon could falter inward with its pity and its woe beaufort saw the path before him unencumbered of the foe saw his pathway unencumbered and strode up and o'er the floor 
even to the very threshold of his lovely lady's door and already in his fancy did he see the golden beam of her locks upon his shoulder and her sweet eyes happy gleam when behold a form upstarting from the shadows at his side that with naked sword uplifted barred the passage to his bride it was angerand the dauntless but with staring eyes and hair blowing wild about her forehead pale as snow in moonlit glare ah oh, my master we have held her we have guarded her he said not a shadow of dishonour has so much as touched her head twenty wretches lie below there with the brothers of germain twenty foemen of her honour that i angerand have slain but one other foe remaineth one remaineth yet he cried which it fits this hand to punish ere you cross unto your bride it is i angerand shrieked he and as i have slain the rest so i smite this foeman also and his sword plunged through his breast oh the horror of that moment art thou mad my angerand cried his master striving wildly to withdraw the fatal brand but the stern youth smiling sadly started back from his embrace while a flash like summer lightning flickered direful on his face yes a traitor worse than sassard and he pointed down the stair for my heart has dared to love her whom my hand defended there while the others fought for honour i by passion was made strong set your heel upon my bosom for my soul has done you wrong but and here he swayed and faltered till his knee sank on the floor yet in falling turned his forehead ever toward that silent door but your warrior hand my master may take mine without a stain for my hand has e'er been loyal and your enemy is slain end of poem this recording is in the public domain